0: Thank you for listening to the Convergence Podcast. We pray that God speaks to you during this message and that He moves in your life.
1: Things a little different today. Uh, it's Easter Sunday and it's, 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 it's family. It's being together. And so we have a, a little different uh, way of doing things today. Um, I just want to read a passage and then... And then just exhort you, and then I'm going to turn it over. We're going to have Andrew speak a little bit, and then we're going to have communion. And then we always want to go after what Jesus paid for. So um, at the end, we're going to, we want to be able to have some uh, words of knowledge and some prophetic ministry, and we're just believing that God is going to continue to show up. So let me just read to you out of Luke chapter uh, 24. On the first day, uh, verse one. On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took the spices that they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb. Everyone say Amen. amen. <laughs> but when they entered, uh, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about uh, wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood uh, beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground, but the men said, why do you look for the living from among the dead? He is not here. He has risen. And I'm just telling you guys, I was just, I was just uh, praying this morning and, and uh, just asking the Lord what's on his heart for all of us. And, and I just want to encourage you guys that, that Jesus is alive. And This is far more than just a theological point that we make. Uh, He's alive right now. He's alive in in our nation. He's alive in your family. He's alive in our hearts. He's alive, and he governs the planet. And with all the stuff that's happening with the pandemic and all the things that are happening, I just want to assure you and encourage you and anchor this in here. Our hope is in the resurrection, that he is alive, and he is the one who governs the nation. So, I just, wanna, I just wanna bring that exhortation to you that this is far more than just a theological point, even though that's important. This is actually, he's the living breath in all of us and he holds things together. And I just wanna encourage you along those lines. Let's just celebrate this day, but he's alive on Monday, Tuesday, when he's alive all the way through and, and he's never, his eyes are always fixed on us as our eyes are fixed on him. And that he loves and cares for you so much. And so this is our day to celebrate. You know, there was Good Friday. There was the cross. There was the crown of thorns. But there is Sunday. And there is a resurrection day. And we get to celebrate it right now. So we're here celebrating the goodness of the Lord Jesus and the power of the resurrection for my life and for your life. So anyway, I just want to encourage you along those lines. Let's just take a moment. Let's just pray. Father... Thank you for sending Jesus. Jesus, thank you that you voluntarily gave your life for us. I mean, it's it's really hard to imagine that God would come and he would take on flesh and then he would actually go to a cross and he would die for for the sins, for my sin, for the sins of humanity. But Lord, thank you that on the third day. Lord God, that there is this resurrection that takes place and that you are alive and well. That stone has been rolled away, and for many of us, that stone has been rolled away from our hearts, away from our hearts, that we have come into newness of life, and because you're alive, we're alive. So, Lord, we just ask that you would bless our time together in the name of Jesus, and everybody said amen. 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 All right, I want to turn this over to Pastor Andrew and let him share a little bit that's on his heart.
2: Well, good morning, everybody. Um, This is an amazing time that we're living in. I think there's incredible opportunity uh, all around us that I don't want us to be missing out on. Um, With the reason why we're all here is because we are celebrating the resurrection of Jesus. There's a whole purpose as to why he came. Maybe you have heard before that, God has had a plan for your life since the day you were born. Before you are even a a thing in your mother's womb, that you were a dream on his heart. You were a promise that was to come to pass, and that is your life. Your life is a promise. And one one, uh, season of my life before I knew Christ, I had always known that Jesus loves me. I've sang it in a song growing up as a kid. My, my parents did a really great job uh, raising me and uh, allowing me to know even the fact that God had a plan for my life. And, and I did grow up with the understanding that Jesus loves me. Maybe you don't know that, but um, it's time to understand it now. And I think we're in a season where though I knew, though I knew Christ loved me, Growing up as a child, though I knew it, I had never fully accepted it until one day. One day, I found myself incredibly hopeless. I was so filled with shame and brokenness. I remember the day it was August third, two thousand and four. I remember the day like it, it, like it, it's it's a. Th- Printed memory in the back of my mind that I will never forget, the day that I gave my life to Christ. But I also remember the sting of the season that I was in. And maybe you're in a season now like I was then. Now I have a hope that anchors me down. Now I have hope in Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world. Excuse me the one who teaches me how to be a good dad, the one who leads me to to get through my days of struggle and pain. Because right here, in Romans 3, 23, it says, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. There's a fact uh, on earth as we know we could look all around us and we could see that we are living in a broken world. But there is hope, and that hope is Jesus. And there is truth to when we accept him, we become free when we, when we allow him to be the Lord of our life. But there is still the reality of sin that we have fallen short and we still do continue to fall short. And that is the, that is the resounding sound of the need of his continual, unconditional love and grace in our life. That is why all humanity needs Jesus Christ is because it, when he died on the cross... It was a free gift of love for all humanity. It was a free gift of hope that we can all receive salvation and eternal life. So I found myself in a place where I was overwhelmed. I felt like my life was over my head, like things were just continually, like waves of emotion that were uncontrollable. and I felt alone, even though I had had people around me that loved me but i still felt alone i still felt broken there was there was no answer i ha, i was in a relationship at a young age that was so fragmented and and futile it was it was terrible and I, but i continually just fed myself the the, the things of this world that were, I was trying to do so much good, but it really didn't matter how much good I would try to do because no good that I can do as a mere human can ever be good enough for me to receive the free gift of salvation or love that Jesus has brought to all humanity freely. I was trying to earn myself into a place of, of love, into a place where I could actually feel happy as to what that means. Like, it was a false hope that I was putting in my good deeds or in the good things that I would do or the right things I would do. It, that's what I was putting my hope in instead of Jesus. And I had lived a life of continual trying to earn, trying to, trying to live up to this thing in my mind that would, one day, it would be enough for me to be happy. But God, it says right here in Romans 5.8, but God demonstrates his own love towards us in that while we were still sinners, he died for us. In the midst of my own chaos, he still chose me. In the midst of your struggle, your strife, he has still chosen you. He has still seen you, and he still died for you. 2 Corinthians 521 says, For he made him who knew no sin. Him is Jesus. He made Jesus who knew no sin. He was pure. He is pure. Who knew, he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us. That we might become the righteousness of God in him. There is only one way that we can receive salvation, and it is through Jesus Christ. It is by freely receiving the free gift of grace over our lives. And it's true. No matter what you've done, no matter how far you've gone, no matter the amount of struggle that you're in right now, God still receives you just the way you are. He still receives you as his son. Maybe you've fallen away from Christ. Maybe you've known him before. You've heard the story of the prodigal son. Let me tell you, there was a son who gave up all his inheritance. He left his father's house and he took his inheritance. He said, Dad, I want to go party. I want to do my own thing. Give me what's rightfully mine and so he did. The Father gave him everything that was rightfully his. He went into the world, spent it. He wasted his, his entire inheritance. Everything that was to his name, he spent it. He spent it all, not on righteous things, but things of the flesh to fulfill himself because he was hungry. He wanted to be satisfied. So he spent it on things that he believed, would satisfy him that son came to the place to where he became someone who was working with pigs so he's feeding pigs slop he's in the pen with them in the mud looking at his life and remembering what he had before he had everything and he said these words If I were to even go back to my father's house, I would be better off to be a servant at his house than to be in the place that I am now. So he continues. He continues to go to his father's house. And he is approaching the house. And from a distance, his father sees his son. His son with the full intent to just go and serve At his father's house, as a servant, as a slave, his father sees him in the distance, and he he recognizes that all familiar glow of his son's face. He sees his child, the one that he dreamt of having, the one that brought joy to his life, and he shouts to his to his household, "Get the finest robe, get the ring." My son is coming home. His son is wrapped, he, he is wrapped in his, in his priestly robe. He is given the ring, the ring that shows that he is a son. He, he is restored to his inheritance. See, when we come back to Christ, we think that here we are before we, when we know Christ, and then we've walked away, and we go down, And we lose our inheritance and we think that we're going to have to build our way back up into God's loving and tender kindness. But the reality is there is no building back up. There is just receiving the good gift of grace that Jesus paid for on the cross. It does not matter how far you've gone. You haven't gone too far for the grace of Jesus to cover your life. All you have to do is say, Jesus, I've gone too far. I recognize that I am not enough as a mere human that you receive me just as I am. I am good enough for your grace. I am uh, I am available to receive your love and your kindness. You have chosen me from the foundations of the world. I was a, a dream on your heart. I am the apple of your You don't expect me to just serve the slop of pigs and work in your house until I earn your grace again. No, it was freely given, and he restores you right to where he has expected you and wanted you to be the entire time of your existence right at his hand, seated with him beside him to rule and reign for all eternity. (sighs) The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life, and it is an eternal life that is given in the life of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Salvation is a free gift, freely given because the unconditional love of a heavenly father who loves you, and he loves everyone who's around you, he loves your children that are sitting next to you. He loves your grandchildren that you haven't been able to see for the past three weeks. He loves your, your, your grandmother, your grandfather. He loves your cousins and your aunts and your uncles. He loves your entire family. He loves all of those friends that have fallen away. He loves the boss that is over you, the manager that, that schedules your time, the coworkers that have been at, right next to you in the seasons of struggle. He loves them too. This is a season that we're celebrating the life of Jesus, that he has made a way for all humanity to come to know our good and loving, tender Heavenly Father who has nothing but good gifts and good plans for the lives of those who choose to follow in love with him. So with that said, early on in our amazing Easter service, I want to extend an invitation for all of you watching. Maybe you feel that you have fallen away. Or you have yet to come to know Jesus Christ. Maybe like me, you were in a season where you felt totally hopeless. You felt totally broken. Like no one sees you. Even though you may have heard these words before. But you haven't taken the opportunity to receive. In this season where it seems like death is knocking on the door of all humanity... This invisible crisis crisis that we, we have heard of, this pandemic that we're in the middle of. I don't want you to go through this season hopeless and broken and walking in fear. I want you to know that there is a hope, there is a light for all humanity, and that light is Jesus. He is the truth that can set us free, and because the price that he paid on the cross, it says in Isaiah 53, that every stripe that he took on his back was so that we can walk in healing that we won't have to be afraid of death that even after this life that we can walk in fullness of after this life we can walk in eternity with him so i want to extend the invitation that is free and it goes it is simple romans 10 says that if you confess with your mouth that jesus is lord and you believe in your heart that god raised him from the dead you will be saved so let's say it together Everyone, all, all viewers that are watching, and even my family here, we've all been saved multiple times, <laughs> but I want to give this opportunity for you and your entire household, and let it be a declaration, even as you're saying these words, for all your family, for all your loved ones, and all the world that, is, that does not know him. Let's say it together. Jesus, we know that you died on the cross. We confess that you are Lord of the world. We know that you raised from the dead. We believe that it was for all humanity. And we make you Lord of our life again. We choose to follow you. We choose to trust you. We choose to make you our hope. And we choose to trust you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Pastor Greg, go ahead.
1: <laughs> wow, what a great word. Yeah. Amen. Well, you know, I, I trust that many of you have given your heart to the Lord or just rededicated your life to the Lord. And uh, I was ready to, to jump up or up and down and run around the couches there for it. That would be a sight to see, right, <laughs> to do that. But I, I, just, uh, I, I just thank the Lord for what he's done. And, and the whole story of the prodigal son is so, so precious to me about a loving Father who continues to reach out to us. Even when we make like some real terrible mistakes, He's still there. So I think it'd be a perfect time for us to, to go into communion. I know that we announced that just kind of late in the week, um, but I really felt strongly that we need to, we need to partake of the Lord's uh, Supper together. And, and I wanted to do it on Easter Sunday. I know many people do it on Good Friday. You could do it every day. As far as I'm concerned, you know, we we do that every day. But but uh, but Easter Sunday, we, we're going to celebrate his resurrection, his death and resurrection. And, and it says, I think, in First Corinthians 15, without the resurrection, our faith is futile. Without the resurrection, we're still in our sins. And that's that's a, that's such an interesting verse. A couple verses there in First Corinthians 15. But Paul is making a point that there's the cross and the resurrection and those two together actually give us a hope and a future. And so based on what uh, Andrew shared, Pastor Andrew shared, and I just felt like we just want to gather around the elements and and I don't know if you have anything you want, you're grabbing the mic. So sure. I, <laughs> I figured you were ready. So
3: um,
1: this is my beautiful wife, Wendy. Yeah, I just wanted to let you guys know everyone's clapping.
3: So. I just wanted to um to just mention how like taking communion is is obviously the remembering um of his death and resurrection, but it's the life that is in us. Like we are now the tabernacle of the Lord. We're like his ho- he's we host him and um like John 15 abide and remain in us. I don't even know if tabernacling <laughs> is, but I, that's just a, like a the word that has been in my mind, like that we get to um, tabernacle with him, that we get to be within his presence, to to sup with him, and it's that we get to know God. So as we take the communion together, let us remember. It's interesting because the the scripture that that Greg, um, Pastor Greg, opened up with, um, it's like, why do you look for the living among the dead? The very next scripture is, he's not here, but he is risen, and we stop there. And the next word is remember, remember now. So it's like, remember what he's done for us. And we get to do this every day, every day. Like we pray before our meals. It's like the communion. Thank you, God, for what, what you've done, that you loved us so much that you sent your son and Jesus that he came and and then he died for us so that we could live. It's about living. It's about living. So it is what he has done because he's given us life. And it's knowing um, The fullness of God, just the opportunity to know the fullness of God. And then, of course, the forgiveness. It's just, it's a beautiful, beautiful picture.
1: Yeah, amen. Thanks for sharing that. Mm -hmm. Um, So what I like to do is I like to, you know, if you're in your homes, um, if you have the communion elements, I like to just go ahead and and take those now. So if you wouldn't mind just grabbing um, the bread or whatever you're using, and, um, and then we have these amazing little cups um, <laughs> and from the Holy Land, actually. This is um, from, the, from the nation of Israel, and um, it's, it's olive wood, olive wood. Well, that is amazing. So, and I want to read to you out of uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 11, um, starting with verse 23. For I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night that he was betrayed, he took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let's take the bread and let's eat it. And so remember what Pastor Wendy said. Remember the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 25, in the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. Let's take the cup and let's drink. And so remember the Lord Jesus. For whenever you eat this bread and you drink this cup, you proclaim, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. So, Father, thank you that you came. Thank you for the cross. Thank you, Lord, that you said yes to the cross for the joy that was set before you. You knew you said yes and lord thank you for on the third day that that stone was rolled away and that you are the resurrected savior of the world and because you live we live and so lord thank you that we get to share and partake in uh eternity now now thank you lord for the joy that fills our hearts Thank you for the assurance that we sense in our hearts and believe. Thank you, Lord God, that you are always with us, that you'll never leave us nor forsake us. Thank you, Lord God, that we are now co-laborers with you, co-laborers with you, that we we are sharing in this inheritance that you purchased in your blood. And Lord God, thank you that the blood never loses its power. Thank you, Lord, that the veil has been torn in two. Thank you, God, that we have complete and total access to a loving Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord, that the the way has been made clear for us to enjoy your presence. And I pray, God, that every home, every person who's viewing would sense the presence of the living God right now. And so, Lord, we receive the fullness, Lord God, of communion, your death and your resurrection. In the name of Jesus. And everybody said amen. 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 Well, I thought it would be a, a, just a great thing, a great idea. I hope it was a great idea. Um, just to go after what Jesus, what Jesus paid for. And we had the message, which is like, you know, coming, to, coming back to the Lord. You know, we, we had the time where we just got around the table of the Lord. And we just celebrated what he did. And now what we want to do is we want to flow into like what he paid for so we want to go after in the next few minutes together i think we have about 10 minutes we just want to go after um, words of knowledge we want to believe god for your healing wherever you're at we want to believe we just we feel like we have some things from the lord and we just want to encourage your heart so the way we're going to do this is we're just going to do kind of a popcorn just kind of whatever we feel like the lord like the lord is laying on people's hearts to. To share, and then we want to pray, and we're, we want to believe God, and we're believing that the Lord is going to touch you, that he is going to touch you, that he is going to heal you. We, we believe that even though we're here, I mean, there's no distance in God, right? Just say the word. Jesus said, just say, just, you know, the centurion, say the word, not my, we'll be healed. So we're just going to believe God in the next few moments for you guys. Amen? Amen? Amen. So whatever you guys, anyone here just wants to go ahead and share, go for it.
4: I'll go first.
1: Okay, this is Lydia. This is our youngest daughter Thank and amazing. <laughs> and then Billy, that's uh, her fiancé, the fiancés, the um, fiancés. Anyway, so Already. go ahead.
4: Okay, cool. Hi, guys. Good to see you, but I can't see you, but you can see me. Um, <laughs> uh, I have three, I feel from the Lord, like word of knowledges that he wants to heal, Um, the first picture I got was a picture of a spine. So if you have any, I don't know the professional words, um, but if you have any issues in your spines, your spine or vertebrae, I feel like God wants to align or straighten or heal that. Um, So if that's you and you're like, well, maybe that's me. uh, If you're with someone, have them pray for you right now um, and just declare the blood of Jesus to be upon them um, because he's the healer. And then the next word I got was, the right trap muscle. I don't know the professional word, but it's right here. And I saw like pain shooting up the neck. So if you have constant pain in this muscle right here, I believe the Lord is going to heal you right now. Um, And then I started to feel chest pains during worship, and I don't have chest pains. Um, It's like right in this area for a guy or a girl. I don't feel like it's specific um, gender, but if that's you, I feel like the Lord is also healing you um, specifically right now. Um... Great word of knowledge is, and so now. Hey, um,
1: okay, why don't you let's take a moment? Why don't you pray for? Yeah. Okay. Pray for those, those that need to be healed.
4: Father, we just um, release hands. release your healing over these individuals, God. Yes. Um, we release your blood over every body part that was spoken, yes. over every pain or any dysfunction, God, in their bodies. We just declare the blood of Jesus over them that you will be healed. Yes. By yes. your stripes we are healed, God. Thank you, Jesus, for your blood. Thank you that there is life. There is life. There is life yes, flowing from heaven into their bodies right now. Right now, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Right now, Thank you, Jesus. Lord. In Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. Amen. Amen. And then um, I wanted to speak real quickly, prophetically. Um, if you are a high schooler, specifically a senior, if you have kids who are watching with you right now, um I just really feel like the compassion of the Lord. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. I always cry. What is that? Um I you're, just uh,
1: you're uh your yeah, mom and
4: <laughs> the Johnson yeah trait. Um but I just really also heard Isaiah 55 and it's titled The Compassion of the Lord. And I just really encourage if you're in high school to read that. But I just if you missed prom. I don't know why I'm so emotional, but it's so special like to have those memories or dreams ripped from you. I just feel the Lord is going to redeem um, and just give back and double what you feel like is stolen, like walking across the stage or walking across the field with your class, having you know giving out your senior notes to all your classmates and feeling hopeless in that arena. I just really feel the love of the Father over you. And so if you have a kid or teenager... I Even mean, if you're in eighth grade, an eighth grade graduation, I just, parents or siblings, I just invite you to lay your hands on your kids right now. And I'm just going to pray a blessing of comfort. Um, so, yeah, let's just do that. So, Father, we just thank you for your compassion. We just thank you for your love that abounds so greatly. Yes, God, I just pray that you will cover all disappointment, that you release your healing into their hearts. hmm That you would come and you'd fill them with life and with dreams, God. And we just say that you would turn things around for the better. And that you'd release your love over them. That they would feel the tangible presence of your love right now. That you would give them permission to mourn when it's time to mourn. And you'd give them permission to be joyous when it's time to be joyous, God. And that you are celebrating them and you are dancing over them. And Father, we release a gift of grace and trust over their year and over the class of 2020, if it's 8th grade, 12th grade or in college, God, we just release your grace, Lord, that it'll be the best year of their life, the best transition of their life. And Jesus, thing that you would cover them with your presence. Yes, Lord.
1: Amen. 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 Is there anybody else who might have something?
0: Yeah, I can go. Yeah.
1: Billy. Yeah. All right.
0: yeah, I have a couple uh, words of knowledge for healing. And then I have one more just word of knowledge. And so um, I just feel like the Lord is healing gout. Someone is experiencing gout. And I believe you've been experiencing it for three days and you haven't been able to get up. And uh, you've been wanting to uh, you've loved this time off because you've been wanting to uh, garden or do stuff in your yard work. But because of this gout, you haven't been able to experience that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the Lord is healing you, and he's uh, asking you to actually partner with his faith. And uh, don't hurt yourself. I uh, encourage you to partner with his faith and uh, begin to actually get up and maybe have a family member help you walk. I believe as you partner with that, that as you walk each step, the pain will leave your foot and you will not experience gout anymore. And so I also feel in somebody's left knee, it's not any pain. It's actually, like, an uncomfortable, like, bubbly pressure. Uh, it's You would, like, kind of just been dealing with it. But I feel like the Lord is kind of just, like, popping that bubble wrap, I guess, in your knee. And I feel like um, that's happening right now as I speak. So thank you, Jesus. I feel in somebody's right knee, there's a sharp pain in the inside of your knee. Uh, the Lord is touching that right now. Um, I feel somebody has... Uh, clogged arteries, and as I'm praying, uh, or I'm speaking right now, the blood is beginning to flow. You feel warmth in your heart, and that is the Lord actually unclogging the arteries. And so, thank you, Lord, for that one, in Jesus' name. And I also have somebody here that um, I believe you've hurt yourself while doing a home workout, um, I feel maybe doing like a shoulder press or maybe even in your leg. I saw two images. Maybe it's two of you guys. But I feel like the Lord is coming and touching you right now as well. And then uh, so those are all my healing uh, words of knowledge. So I'm going to just seal that, pray for you all. Uh, so, Lord, I thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for highlighting these, uh, these things to me, Lord. And so, Lord, I ask that you come right now in their living room and you begin to touch them. Lord, that your uh, your healing power is shown, that it is felt, and it's tangible, because, Lord, you're alive and well, and you could work through a computer screen or a TV screen. So, Lord, I thank you for uh, just showing up and encountering them right now, in the name of Jesus. Amen. And then uh, the last word of knowledge, I uh, there's somebody that's watching that's kind of at their, uh, their wits end with uh, this religion. Uh, you've put your faith in Jesus for your whole life and through circumstances, through work, you're just like, can you, like, he hasn't shown himself to you and you're just tired of the motions and you're tired of like, Lord, if you don't show up today, then I'm going to walk away from this. And so the Lord wants to encounter you right now. And so uh, he doesn't want you to experience uh, a religion. He wants to ex- you to experience him. So right now, uh, Lord, I thank you for coming into the living room. Lord, I thank you for entering this house. And Lord, I thank you that you are encountering him. You are showing him how real you are. Lord, I thank you that, um, uh, just like Andrew was saying, he has not gone too far. He has not. There is nothing you have done. But Lord, um, you have, you're putting the ring on his finger right now. You're calling him son. I believe it's a man. Uh, you are putting the robes on him right now. You feel uh, maybe just maybe like a warm hug over you or something. But the Lord's just that, that is the Lord coming over you right now and he's saying, Come home, son, I love you. Yes. And, uh, yeah. yeah. Jesus. Hmm. That's
1: it. Wow. Amen. Amen. Such such great words. Yeah.
2: All right. Um, I really heard that scripture, and it's Isaiah 55: Come everyone who is thirsty, come to the water, and you without silver, come by and eat. Uh come by wine and milk without Without silver and without cost. Um, <laughs> it's really uh, interesting because for some, this might seem like a time of refreshing, but others, this is a time of uh, extreme testing. Uh, and um, whatever season that you're in, I, I realize this is, and this is the word of knowledge. I realize that through every single season, we always need Refreshing. There's one thing: uh, if you're working out, if you're exercising, and you're feeling healthy, you need refreshing. If you're sick and you're tired and you're over, you're overcoming those symptoms, you need refreshing. <laughs> like if you're uh, if you had a great day at work and you're thriving, you still need refreshing. <laughs> if if you so and you still need to eat, you still need sustenance. You still need to fill your body with good things. And I believe that um, today is a day where. Uh, The father wants to refresh you and he wants to fill your house. I believe that this is a season of miracles for you. I believe that there's going to be days when you feel like your refrigerator is going completely empty, but then you're going to open it and it's going to be full of full of groceries. I feel like uh, out of the faucets of water is going to be tasting so fresh to you before. Like it's there. The Lord is changing your situation. He's shifting the, the things that are even around your house, things that have been broken, they're going to be fixed. He, he's bringing an angelic visitations to your home. He's filling every corner of your house. You're, when you and your husband would argue, those arguments are going to start to be full of love, love and life instead. Um, this is a season of refreshing. So I just want to declare that and release that over your house, over your life. Holy Spirit, I thank you that you have no limitation. I thank you that you can go even through the phones and the cameras and the screens. And I thank you, Lord, that you, you created electricity. I thank you that you created the, the airwaves and, and the sound waves. I thank you, God, that you are in and move through every single thing. And because you are so good, it is all part of your will and we could trust you through it all. So I ask Holy Spirit that through these times that you would reveal yourself in creative ways, in new ways, in ways that we've only heard, ways that we've heard you moving in third world countries. Would you move in our cities today? Would you start to uh, visit us at night, God? Would you start to minister to our loved ones, Lord? The ones that are feeling beaten and broken and hopeless, God, I ask that they would be refreshed by your love, that they would come to know you, that they would see your goodness right in front of them, God. I ask for refreshing through every household, that there would be fresh baptism of Holy Spirit power in each home. God, even though it might seem like we're trying to be contained, God, that you would be uncontainable in this season, that the doors would open in houses and your presence would fall out into the streets, God. I ask for miracles. I ask that as we would shout, hey, how you doing across the street to our neighbors, that they would be encountered with your presence, Lord. Lord. That even the birds of the air would come and worship alongside these houses, Lord. So that all would know you're good. Yes. In Jesus' name.
1: Amen. Amen. Well, Pastor Wendy's got something that she wants to hmm. share. I just want wrap to
2: pray over
3: everyone who needs healing. It's I love words of knowledge. And that, that's just like the wake up to call specific. Healings out that God wants to do, um, but I know that there's so many that are dealing with many issues, and Jesus's blood is the be- is it's the I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm like I'm kind of like Bleh. his blood speaks a better word. It's enough. He paid for all, everything, every. Every illness, every disease, and um, even hopelessness—like what we've all been sharing and talking about—so I just want to just plead the blood of Jesus. If you have anything that you need healing of, I just in your homes, just you could stand up or raise your hand as a family, lay hands on each other, like we've already done. But um, just receive, I just pray for the blood of Jesus. I declare the blood of Jesus over you. Your blood speaks a better word. Thank you for taking the stripes on your back. And you paid for it all. Not just one, all for all. And we declare the healing power over you right now. Jesus, Holy Spirit, just come, 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 come. Just take away pain restore, restore. We just pray for an alignment with heaven right now. Breath of heaven come and blow. Breath of heaven come and blow into each individual right now. Right now. Thank you. Thank you. We thank you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. Well, I just want to kind of reiterate that verse um, as we close this morning. Um, is it morning? It's in the afternoon now. Anyway, um, why do you look for the living among the dead? He's not here. He has risen. He has risen. This whole this whole morning is now in the afternoon. This is all about a risen Savior, a risen Savior. And... I just want to encourage you guys that he he is alive and and we we uh, we so miss all of you, um, all of our convergence family and our friends and and we just can't wait to all be together uh, again in our in our building just worshiping the Lord together. But um, huh?
3: If you were healed today, let us know. Email or comment below or something. I think the email is admin admin at convergencehop.org or house of prayer.
1: Yeah, convergencehop.org. Okay, Yeah.
3: awesome, sorry. (laughs) So we want to hear, we want to hear the testimonies. If you gave your life to Christ today, if you rededicated your life, we want to know, we want to celebrate with you. But we send cyber hugs.
1: Cyber hugs. That's what we send. Cyber hugs. So, oh, virtual hugs. Virtual, virtual hugs. <laughs> That's it. Virtual hugs. All right. So um, we're gonna. We're. I'm just gonna take a moment and pray, and then um, I, I guess in 15 or 10 or 15 minutes um, we'll be back on, uh, and do we're gonna do an Instagram Live, Facebook Live. I don't know what it is, but we'll be back on. So jump on the channels with that, and there's gonna be a, a short um, video right after we're done. So Father, thank you again. Uh, for being with us, Lord, and and thank you um, for this day to celebrate Your goodness, the resurrection life of Jesus, mm-hmm. and uh, let joy fill every heart. In the name of Jesus, and everybody said, Amen. Amen. We hope to be back. We're going to be back next week. We are going to be back next week. And uh, and okay, Andrew's gonna, and we're gonna we're gonna have we're just, just pray that all these glitches will be back to normal in terms of our YouTube and we'll have full internet power. Amen? Amen. Amen. Amen.
2: Yes, so thank you guys so much for joining us. Thank you for tuning in on Facebook and Instagram Live. Uh, Stay tuned. In a few minutes, we're going to hop on, back on Instagram Live. We're going to do something a little bit different, talk a little bit more. But uh, we love you guys. Our service is now concluded. Uh, Have a happy, amazing Resurrection Day with your family. Give each other lots of love today and remember that he is risen. Love you guys. See you later.
0: Thanks again for listening. For more messages just like this, go ahead and subscribe to our channel. God bless.